Welcome back to the MetaMinds podcast, where we're all about relentless self-development. And today we have Claire Woods with us. She is a business coach and also runs her own podcast. I sure do. And it's actually Claire Wood. Claire Wood. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. There you go. Woods. I said Woods. All right. There, there you go. go. Maybe we should maybe do a little bit of research on I guess before. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, anyway, would you like to start off by telling us a little bit about, I guess, your story? Yeah, definitely. So I'm a business coach um, yeah. and I um, help mainly women to um, up-level their businesses. So I work with um, established business owners, usually in service-based businesses and I help them take their business to the next level. And as you mentioned, I also have a podcast called The Claire Wood Podcast. You're not Claire Woods? Not Claire Woods. No. <laughs> and the other thing I should probably mention about my name, because it is a bit of a weird name, is that I have no I in Claire. So it's C-L-A-R-E. Yeah, no, yes. no, 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 no Which is yeah. really inconvenient because um, I always have to explain it to right. people yeah. when I'm saying to well, I suppose then that's easier to, to find then, I suppose, a bit more unique. Yeah, true. Yeah, maybe. But like, you obviously have to clarify, like you said. But like, but, yeah, why they didn't just give me the name that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> was the most common spelling, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think your role is very interesting because um, in this kind of day and age, like the climate has changed so quickly that like, like roles such as the one you do, like they're, they're kind of necessary, but it's, but it's fresh to kind of the market, you know, it's like, yeah. we need these people that mentor these people because there's a lot of people that want to do their solo things and we have the power to do it, which is really like fascinating. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Um, you know, you don't have to do this whole full-time job thing anymore. Like everything's changed. So it's really great that we have to have these kind of roles, but like, um, firstly, I suppose, you know, how long have you been doing it for and, mm -hmm. and how did you find yourself to like get into this position? Because it is kind of, as I said, an interesting part of our Yeah. Life. And look, coaching as um, an industry is has just gone nuts, as you, yeah, guys, yeah. as you guys would know. And it's, it's funny, it's got a bit of a mi mixed reputation as well, because there's lots of people out there coaching who don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but equally, um, a lot of people who have worked with the coach will say it's the best investment they've ever made. So it's about finding the right person, the right fit, and different people need different things from a coach as well. Um, so, yes, definitely, what was the question? I've yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I suppose, yeah, just how did you find yourself in this space? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a relatively oh, yeah. new space. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, so um, I was working as a commercial manager before. I'm um, a trained accountant, and um, I was basically doing something similar in a corporate capacity. So I was bringing all the different parts of a business together, um, the finance team, the ops team, the marketing team, and saying, okay, you're spending too much money, um, finance, we need to give marketing some more money so that we can grow. And um, I actually, yeah, I never actually was brave enough. I always knew I wanted to run my own business. I was forced into it. So when I had my first son, I was on maternity leave and I got made redundant. Um, I started helping my husband with his business and he was like, wow, you're awesome at this. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I am. And, uh, yeah. I know. And um, he's like, people would pay you for this. Mm. And so I put it out there. Um, I told one person and she referred two people to me. And um, it kind of just grew from there. So, yeah, I wish I had been braver and taken that step on my own sooner um, rather than waiting until, I guess, my hand was forced. But, um, you know, better late than never, right? Mm. Yeah. And also, like, businesses as as Damon and I know like they always evolve and change throughout the years and throughout the time of you working with different people when you initially kind of launched the business mm -hmm. was it significantly different to where it is now like how did that oh. evolution ha happen yeah how did you kind of come into the space originally that is an excellent question and it's something that's really important to note 
you know, if someone is thinking about starting a business and they're terrified because they might be thinking of the end goal, the reality is just start, get started. (laughs) And then what happens over time is you start to go. So when I first launched, my business was actually called a different name. It was called CTD Solutions. Oh, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I had this really corporate sounding name. I was working Mm. with everyone, men, women, all kinds of different people. Um, Had no ideal client. I was just coaching. And um, over time, I started to niche in, realize my um, area of expertise, I guess. And um, yeah, and I've refined it over time. And then what's happened in about the last 12 months is my business has grown so much that I wasn't able to, like, I was just so overwhelmed, wasn't able to service everyone. So then I've transitioned my business to an online model where I'm doing a program at the moment called um, Money and Marketing Makers, where I can teach the same kind of content to a larger audience at the same time. Mm. So it's looking very different to what it did when I first launched. But guess what? At least I started. If I had tried to envisage where, you know, I'd end up all that time ago, I never would have got anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah well, that's it. <laughs> so you just got to start, that's put it awesome. out there, and then over time adapt as um, as your business evolves. I suppose it's yeah. really handy having the accountant and like a bit, bit of an idea of marketing kind of background going into a business. So that's really awesome because that's something that kind of, you know, like, you know, I'm a filmmaker, for example, and mm. like you go into it knowing this one thing and then you have to learn all of these things. So it's so yeah. good that you kind of went into it knowing all these things and then you just had to learn like the business side of it kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's a big mountain that people have to go, oh, but I don't know any of these kind of things, you know. Yeah. So, but as you said, if you just kind of get started, you, you figure out these tiny steps along the way, you know. Relentless imperfect action. That's what we're all <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, you yeah, say yeah. that so often because it's so yeah. true, you know. And I think too, like there's, in today's day and age, we've got, this internet out there, right? Yeah. We've got yeah. YouTube. Still so new. <laughs> like, yeah. We've got, you know, coaches you can go and work with. And that's why, like, I've created my program is it's because I want to teach people about how to understand the financial side of their business. I want to teach them about how to market. So you can go and learn from other experts. Um, if you don't have it all figured out, there are other people out there and other ways that you can learn. Immerse yourself in podcasts, watch YouTube channels, um, you know, work with a coach. There's lots of different ways that you can learn as you grow yeah and also another thing is you can outsource as well like if you've got these skills and you've got a bit of extra money like you can outsource the marketing or outsource you know whatever it is the visuals for example if you're Mm. not artistic yeah just so many options with the internet definitely definitely and like as mentors go like suppose traditionally like a mentor is like yes someone that you pay like hundreds of thousands of dollars to help your whole business kind of grow but now Again, you don't even have to actually pay a mentor. You can just watch their content for free that yeah. they put out because you have to put out value in order for people to kind of come come work with you. And you can just have someone as your mentor without actually paying them to be your mentor. You know, it's just like this Definitely. person I see as a mentor because I look up to them because they have knowledge that they give to me, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you if there was like one thing that you kind of come across with with businesses that you're kind of coaching that that is a is a clear huge area for opportunity, like mm. what what would that be? Like the main thing that kind of stands out that you go, oh, you need to fix that, you know. Oh, there's there's a lot. There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> Truthfully, um, like the two, the, the reason why I call my program Money and Marketing Makers, I think that those are the two biggest challenges that people will have. They don't know how to get more clients, right? They don't know how to market their business. They don't know how to get it out there. And then the second thing is they do get it out there. They start getting, and then suddenly they're like, because what happens is as you grow, you start to outsource, you start to invest in things and you're not managing your money properly, right? Mm. Or not understanding about um, I guess what profit is. So obviously, you know, managing your expenses as well as your sales. So that's why th- those are the two key things that I um, caught in on. But there's challenges around mindset. There's challenges around um, getting started. There's challenges around 
managing teams. Mm. Um, so different businesses have different challenges, but those were the two big ones that I decided to hone in on. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You named your course that. Well, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's exactly what it is that you're kind of presenting. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and then when did uh, the podcast come into, into your world? That's interesting, actually. So... Um, for years, people have said to me, you should start a podcast. And I resisted it, resisted it, resisted it because I didn't want another thing to have on my plate, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I went and worked with a coach myself, um, someone who's done six-figure launches multiple times. And she said to me, you have to start a podcast. And I said, oh, no, you know, like, what are my other options? And she said, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, so I launched my podcast. It went to number two on the Australian business charts. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I guess the rest is history. I'm kicking myself that I didn't do it sooner. Yeah. Like mm. most things in life, like why did I not just do it sooner? Mm. I should have done this three years ago. Um but, you know, I'm better late than never. And, um, yeah, so it was basically, truthfully, it was all about how can I grow my um, grow my database, grow my following so that I can launch this this program. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how I, I came to launch how my podcast. Launch and it. I've there only been running it for um, – I launched in July. Okay. So only five, six months. Nice, yeah. right. Mm. And, and is it now, like, part of your – core media output, would you say? Is it something definitely. you're focusing on quite a lot? Yeah. So yep. it's become um, one of my biggest marketing tools, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I'm releasing an episode every week. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So you're a full-time mum, you're a mm-hmm. full-time business owner, you're a full-time podcaster. Mm-hmm. How do you find your time management skills in terms of, you know, juggling clients and, and also like work and life when, when you're yeah. in your own business? I'm not really a full-time mum. Oh, no. um, <laughs> I put them in childcare a couple of days a week. <laughs> I can't imagine how anyone can possibly run a business with their kids at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, my kids go to childcare three days a week yeah. and hubby and I each do half days on the other days. So, um, you know, people say to me, like, they're like, you're so lucky that your husband, you know, helps out. And I'm like, not really. Like, they're his kids too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's lucky that I help him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a good go. switch. Reframe. Um, yeah. And, you know, the other big thing that I do a lot in my business and my life is I outsource. So, like, for example, picking my podcast as an example, um, you know, I outsource the production. I outsource the graphic design. I've got a virtual assistant who helps me upload the episode um, onto create a web, web page for it. So um, I outsource a lot. And, um, yeah, I've got a lot of help So from my husband. And also we have a cleaner that comes twice a week. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Um, but, you know, it would be impossible to be doing all of the things um, without some help. So, yeah. 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 And going back to the point I made at the start, I suppose, because the climate has changed so much, it is so much easier to outsource at an actual affordable price. You know, oh, again, definitely. it's just like, again, you're a large corporation in the 80s or whatever. You need a graphic designer. It's like... You got, you got one option, you got to pay them this much per year. Yeah. But now it's like mm-hmm. it's the same. Like occasionally I have a virtual assistant as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you just pay them for like 10 hours this week kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it's what, like 200 Australian dollars. It's like, what? And you can mm-hmm. get it for even cheaper than that. It just so happens that I fall into using this one. I'm happy with the service. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just so easy and cheap. And the yeah. communication is there. It's like so easy to outsource. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you to optimize your life? You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, definitely. And my whole team is all um, remotely located and they're all casual at this stage. So um, I don't actually have, I've I've got quite a number of people doing different things in my business, but none of them are actually on like a permanent basis. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think it's a really great way to be able to be adaptable, um, you know, change your business as you need to, um, adjust, you know, if you need to for your cash flow purposes as well. So Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So for the people out there who are maybe in that position that they where they want to kind of dive into, 
you know, experimenting with an entrepreneurial lifestyle or creating mm-hmm. a personal brand or a business. You mentioned before that just start is oh, like 100%. A, a big piece of advice, right? Yes. So is there anything else that in hindsight you can see that maybe you could have done early on and, you know, when you were starting out besides like it was a situational thing that you said you kind of mm. were pushed into it or it was yeah. lucky it happened. So is there anything else that maybe could help people change their mindset or start? Yeah, definitely. Look, I think firstly, you know, I leapt into it literally full time mm. due to circumstance. Um, I would say to people, you, you don't need to do that. Just start on the side. Start an Instagram account. It doesn't yeah. cost you anything. Start posting. Start putting content out there. Start getting out learning from people that are established entrepreneurs. Like you said, you can go out there and listen to podcasts, watch YouTube channel, um, and then just grow over time. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, you know, I only started my business less than four years ago, and to be doing what I'm doing now would have seemed totally insurmountable. But you just start somewhere. You start somewhere. And and then, you know, once you start getting a few clients coming in, then you can start to go, okay, I'm ready to invest back in my business. Um, the one thing that I wish I'd done sooner, I wish that I had taken action sooner on so many things. I wish I'd started my podcast earlier. I wish I'd invested back in my business at the start and gone, right, what's my marketing strategy? I'm going to go and just go for it. Mm. And I think that fear held me back a lot. And... Um, yeah, I wish that I'd just done it sooner. Yeah, okay. So that would be my advice to anyone is get out there, give it a shot, um, take imperfect action. Yeah. And um, when you're making mistakes, you're learning. Yeah. And um, I think that's definitely what I would say. Yeah, mm. there is no uh, fail. It's like learn yeah. or succeed, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm avid believer in that because it's just like let's go and screw this thing up so that we can get to the other side and be like, cool, I know what to do for next time now, you know what I mean? Well, so right. yeah. always learning basically. But um. To go, oh no! What have I, have I like forgotten it now? I had I had a good point to build on the point of going that. No, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Damn. Funny how that happens. Okay, so what about um, like to build on that point? Everyone experiences failure, right? And mm-hmm. I'm sure we've all had our share of failure. Yeah. So, what kind of things do you have any strategies or advice that help you get past that failure point? Like, have you been at a point recently, even where you've kind of gone, oh, like I'm struggling with this thing. Like, it's overwhelming, yeah. maybe. Like the balance of everything. You said you got a lot going on. Yeah. Do you have like a specific thing that you do or things that you do to help you overcome adversity or overcome challenges? Yeah, um, I think a big thing is get someone outside. Okay. Because when you're in something, it feels so unsolvable, right? Mm. Um, so, for example, recently I engaged someone to come in and have a look at my business. And, you know, when someone's on the outside, they can go, why don't you do this, this and this? And that's what I do for my clients, right? Sometimes I'm like why didn't you do this? And they're like, that seems so obvious. And then they do it and they get these amazing results and they're like, why didn't I see that? I'm like, because you're in it. It's really hard to see things when you're inside of yourself. Um, So I would say get someone outside, whether it's in a paid capacity or in an unpaid capacity, Um, get some external advice. Make sure it's someone who's doing well though. Don't go to, you know, if you go to your mum, she'll go, oh, business is a really bad idea. <laughs> um, go to mom. someone who's actually doing yeah. well, yes. doing well, doing something that you want to be doing and get some advice from them. Um, but I've definitely found, like, for me, investing in experts has been worth every cent of it. Mm. Yeah, investing in That's yourself. I've, yeah, I've had a couple of mentors over the last kind of two years of my mm-hmm. business journey as well. And, yeah, obviously you kind of handpick them, you figure out exactly who's doing exactly what you want to do so that you can basically kind of model off them. 
And yeah, that's it. It's the same. Like I've had a 20-fold like return on that investment. And mm-hmm. like it's a big investment sometimes. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, do I really want to pay this much for this mm-hmm. person to just tell me a few things? But then a week later, you're like, oh, well, I was stupid to have that thought at all. Yes. You know, it's just like yeah. so obvious that it's like invest in yourself and it doesn't have yeah. to be. Yeah. Even in a business sense, if you just need like a life goes that you're struggling with things, like mm-hmm. invest in that because that's this is your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows if you get another one or not, you know? so Oh, definitely. It. And again, like. Just because you have a bad experience at something, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's the other thing that I say. Like sometimes people hire a staff member, have a bad experience, um, or they hire a coach and have a bad experience and it was a waste of money. That's going to happen. Like mistakes happen. That's okay. Failures are okay. But, you know, stick with it and and just try someone else is what I'd say. So um, you've – you – do a lot of coaching for small to medium businesses. You mentioned for like women as well. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen any really kind of crazy stories come out of uh, out of growth with them, like with, with mm-hmm. working with you, or just like any any stories that that, that are really inspirational, where you, like someone's in one position and then they take a few steps and all of a sudden they're in another position? Oh, definitely. I've got um, quite a few examples. Um, one of my favorites is I had a client of mine. She'd been in business for a very long time and was just working all the time, like working all the time. She was overwhelmed. Her She'd flatlined her results. And um, I came in, restructured her team, looked at her financials, made a plan. Um, we did a massive rebrand of her business. And she um, more than more than doubled her results in like that that over a couple of year period. So um, that's one of my favorite um, stories. But the biggest thing, the coolest thing about that wasn't just about her results. It was about her um, her mindset around it. And so she was like, I've booked in holidays. I'm doing a holiday every single quarter this year. Um, and it's just a little thing, but I'm like, you never work on Sundays anymore. And so she was able to have a day a week, every single week where she didn't work at all. And Mm. she's like, that's been transformational to her life. So as much as the financial results were there, it was more about changing her whole life. Yeah. And um, I think that's one of the the coolest things that I transformations. Yeah. Because what I'm hearing from that is that someone potentially is at breaking point or at, at burnout point mm-hmm. and you're implementing some self-care techniques and allowing mm-hmm. that um, like to foster and grow because yeah. as I'm sure we know, like you can hit that point where it feels like there's a wall and you are mm-hmm. like flatlining mm-hmm. and sometimes you actually need to take a step back from that. Like sometimes you actually need that break to reassess everything. Absolutely. So that's really, really great that that made such an impact. Yeah. And, you know, the same, like I'm not perfect at this. Mm. I definitely reach points where I'm like, what am I doing here? Um, but like I said, that's when I kind of get someone outside to come in and, you know, I've had someone recently come and have a look at my systems and mm-hmm. how I'm systemizing things or get someone to have a look, uh, come in and have a look at, you know, how you're balancing your time and things like that. So, yeah. Cool. So to dive a bit deeper on that, this is really nerdy and technical, but like <laughs> any major major things that you've picked up about your systems that, that you can implement? Because obviously systems is a huge thing. If you don't have mm. that foundation for your business, like you can't really do a lot of the other things. So yeah. have you picked up any major tips from that that you that you are happy to share that, that have improved your systems significantly? Yeah, look, one thing I would say about systems is that it's it's less about the system and more about the process if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people think they're going to go and buy a CRM and it's going to solve all of their problems. It's not going to solve the problem. The core problem is in the process and then you use the system as a tool to streamline that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. So um, I think that the work that I've done was actually less about buying a new system or a new program necessarily but more about going, well, how am I doing things? What's going on in my business? So, like, for me, I was getting really overwhelmed by managing my team. 
I was getting there was emails flying back and forward. I'd flick someone an email. I assumed it had been done. wasn't getting done. And what I did was started to use a program I was already using. And what we did was then I'd allocate them tasks, everything through the program. All of our communication then happened through the program. Is it Trello? It was Asana. Okay, right, right, <laughs> okay. <cool. laughs> you know, um, but. It's it's sometimes just how you're using systems, and that was my big takeaway as well. Was it? It was like I needed to get the foundations right, and um, another big thing that I've done is started to set up little um, like processes around anything that's administrative because I had a right hand goal and she got sick, mm. and um, during a really important time in my business, and the, then suddenly I went, oh my gosh, like. You can never be too dependent on one person. Yeah, no, yeah. Mm, and so creating especially. frameworks and ways of making sure that if someone, you know, does have to step away from the business, you can go, that's cool, I can find someone else and I can yeah. literally hand them everything so mm. that they can pick up and run with it uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you can't, and you, you don't know that until you get into that position as well because mm-hmm. you're like, rely on this person and you've taught them everything mm-hmm. and all of a sudden yeah. then they're not there and you're like, oh, mm. how do I teach this person everything that this person knew in yeah. a short period of time? Yeah. It's like if you just have this package of stuff where you're like, just taking this information and pay for, mm-hmm. for a few hours to take it in and all of a sudden they're up to yeah, date. Yeah. So. And with systems, mm. something that I would say is that, you know, um, don't don't think that a system's going to solve everything, but equally don't not have systems. I was so like, you know, I've had lots of clients of mine who have systems upon systems upon systems and they're just totally overwhelmed by it. So that I was almost anti, I am, <laughs> anti right. using technology or, or processes or systems in my business. And that's also been a bit of a way that I've shot myself in the foot by not having those processes in place. So I would mm. say there's definitely got to be a balance between the two. Yeah, interesting. One thing that my mind went to when you were talking about all of that and before you mentioned you had people who were working on like a casual basis for mm-hmm. you or with yeah. you, I'm curious about business culture what's mm-hmm. your opinion and what 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 are your experiences of like creating a business culture and like what what kind of expectations you think you should should have because like Eamon and I for example we have really good communication we haven't actually communicated about like what is our business culture like if mm-hmm. someone was to come in and work with us mm-hmm. like how would we kind of pass the reins over or communicate what the overall image is mm-hmm. is that something that you've fleshed out with your business or that's really interesting no but I think for me I guess a lot of people know my no because my business is me right yeah yeah. um you know my business is Claire Wood and so I can only be me and people will either vibe with that or not if someone comes new into my team hopefully they've been following me on Instagram and listening to my podcast and they totally get my vibe they get what I'm about um so yeah I don't know that there's necessarily a formalized culture Mm. but I um I think that it comes across through you know, through, how you through hold my yourself. social media yeah. and all of that, that yeah. people understand about my vibe and what I stand for and my values. Cool. And it's really important to me that my team do as well. Yeah. Um, even though my team's remote, uh, located remotely, I bring them all together and have a meeting every month. Yeah. So every month we all jump on Zoom, we all chat to each other, we uh, all cool. cross-collaborate yeah. That's great. so that my admin people know what my social media people are talking about um, and everyone all kinds of get together mm. and um, that way, you know, everyone also is on the same page. I can communicate things. And that is a form place. of creating a culture as well. Like you're, yeah. you're setting a foundation then. And I guess the a lead on question for that then is if mm. you're working with small to medium sized businesses, do you recognize business cultures within those businesses? And is oh, it something absolutely. you work towards and change or like? Yeah, definitely. Look? Um, look, a big thing that I say to entrepreneurs that I work with is you need to be a leader. So if you've got a team, you are creating what's going on in your business, right? And the best way that you can change or adapt your culture, firstly, is to create um, 
that respect for yourself, like position yourself as a CEO, which might sound weird if you're like, it's just me and my remote admin person. But it's, it's funny how often like you're like, oh, I don't want to give them that because they, they don't like to do that. Oh, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and you sort of, even though you're running the show, sometimes you feel bad or guilty about outsourcing things or asking people to do things for you. So firstly, it's stepping up in that leadership role. And, um, and then, yeah, making sure that people are on that journey. And I always say, like, hire slow, fire fast. I think that's how the expression goes. If someone's not vibing with your culture, with your values, if they're not doing what you need them to do, unfortunately, it's probably a sign that they're not a good fit. Mm-hmm. And in a small business, you cannot afford to have dead wood. Mm-hmm. Everyone in your team has to be a performer. Yeah, awesome. So we've got a couple of minutes left here to finish mm-hmm. on something that's a little bit more fun and, and less like, you know, down in down, <laughs> down the grass. <clears throat> yep. um, is there any processes in your kind of personal life that you value very much to help your business life or just to help balance out your life, whether it's like a morning routine or, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, swimming or whatever <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah, you know, well. like, I could, you know, I could go on for examples, but like, is there anything in your life that you think is like that you kind of hold sacred that really helps yeah. Flourish. So yeah. I've got um, a little tradition that's called the family morning walk. Mm. Me, my hubby, my two kids, um, who are two and four, our dog, we all go for a walk every day. Um, so people are like, how do you get them to do it? I'm like, they've just not, this is what we've done since the kids were born, right? So we get them up, we take them for a walk. And that is just time every day. Exercising is so important for your brain. It's so important some for sun. function, mm-hmm. getting out exactly. It's great for the kids to get some exercise too. Um, so that's one thing. The second thing is we come home and do a meditation. And I think that really sets um, your mindset up for the day. It allows you just to think, oh, I don't need to think about anything. Mm. So that's a biggie. Um, for me, I get to the gym a couple of times a week as well. And the other thing is that I make space in my life for fun. I love to go out with my friends. I love to go and eat nice at nice restaurants. Um, so I make sure that I am doing fun things all the time because I went through a period where all I was doing was being a mum and working and it sucked. Yeah. So now I make sure that I, you know, I have fun. I have my nights out yep. um, and I have that downtime. Because that's it. If you're not actually enjoying your life, you know, you can be enjoying the rewards of your business mm. and that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. if it's not balanced out and you're enjoying yeah, your family and, and your life, it's like, what's the point? Like, what yeah. are you, what is it that you're really doing? Exactly. It for, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I suppose just to finish up here, do you have any, any uh, other like kind of chunks of gold that, um, that you've kind of resonated with recently that, mm-hmm. that are just kind of quick snippets that, that are, you know, really valuable that you think, um, people that are in mm-hmm. business, like should really know and work on. Yeah. Look, one thing I would say is about mindset. Like that's been a massive, massive thing for me and something that I see for my clients, um, as well. It's having that belief in yourself and, um, if you don't have that belief in yourself, if you don't have the belief that your business is going to do well, um, I would say you need to do some work on it. It is, it's something you've got to work on. It's like a muscle. It's like any sort of exercise. So invest some time in, I guess, learning about mindset and about learning to believe that, you know, that you will become successful because what you think about is what you create. Mm. Perception is reality. Yes. That's something that we talk about as well. And that's exactly what you said mm. there. It's like, yeah, so true. Because yep. it's yeah. like imposter syndrome. We kind of mentioned that before the podcast mm. as well. And that's the thing is you're going into this world, whatever it is that you're doing, we've got so many variables. You can do whatever you want now that it's like, am I the type of person to do that? And mm. you have to be like, I am the type of person to do that. You know what exactly. I mean? They're two very different things, but that you kind of have to work on that. So Definitely. Cool. Well, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Where can people find you, Claire? Um, well, you can check out my podcast, um, the Claire Wood Podcast. Um, 
Claire Wood. And no I. It's C L A R E. So check out the Claire Wood podcast. Um, I'm, you know, it's all about practical tips, the podcast. So it's very much, it's not airy theory. It's very like, do this, do this. Um, and, or come say hi on Instagram. I'm at Claire Wood Coach on Perfect. Instagram. Um, yeah. Good I'll stuff. Awesome. Thank you again. Thanks for Thank having me, guys. Much.